from One of One Production Studio, located in Fort Lee, New Jersey, this is the Art of Music Tech. And now, here's your host, Fela and Dennis. Let's go, let's go, let's go, and welcome to the Art of Music Tech podcast. I'm your host, Fela. Over there is my co-host, Dennis, and today we have two people in. I'm just, you know, they... They've worked with legendary people, and they do legendary things. Um, we have Lisa Pierno, um, legendary photographer in New York City, New Jersey, just killing it with acts like Lauren Hill uh, in Living Color, uh, Living Color, excuse me, and so many more. Steve I mean, Vai. Just, just Steve cut, Vai. You can just add, yeah, yeah. Just Toto. Um, yeah, Eric Gales, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and hundreds Mac of Avenue. others. D- just, just everybody. Mac Avenue Records, <laughs> almost every record label you could think, every production company you could think. I've worked also as a house photographer for the past six years for the Chance Theater, um, the Iridium, where I met you and Dennis. Of yep. course, yes. I housed there yep. for four yep. years yep. with yep. you, and. Uh, Pretty much a ton of New York venues right now. South Orange Performing Arts Center. SOPAC is where I call home. Uh-huh. And I've been doing about a year now um, everything for them, including their member receptions and all their parties along with all of their oh, acts. Yeah. You also do Yankee signings before? I started so, out yeah. in the beginning before I was into live performance what I did was I worked for promoters like Steiner Sports. I worked for Major League Baseball. I worked for NFL. And I do player signings where a 1,000 people come and they get their picture taken with the celebrity or the sports figure. And I print on site. I am the only mobile lab that prints on site 275 photos an hour I put out for the promoters. Hey, 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 let's go. So if you need that kind of service, you know who to hit up now. We'll have all the information in the summary, of course. And her good friend and our good friend of the studio in New Jersey and Fort Lee, repping it all, uh, we have Alex Bronson. Hello, hello, hello. The stage manager to other acts like, <laughs> I'll let you go into the, the deepness um, of how, uh, Chronics, I'm going to start you off. Yes, Chronics, <laughs> Chronics is my main act right now. Yes. Living Color, I've worked with Lauren Hill um, and a few others. Mm-hmm. A ton. Uh, a ton. I, I, you just you have to keep naming names and you forget a few after a while. Exactly. <laughs> you know, with, 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 with no disrespect to any of Oh, them. yeah, exactly. It's just you, you're doing a lot of work and yeah, my, it keeps yeah, going. It is. My focus is what's, what's in front of me. In right front now. of you. Exactly. Yeah. Same here. Um, so good to have you guys here. Um, you're both friends as well. Yes. So yes. I'll let you guys explain. <laughs> Years ago, um, when I first got into music, After I finished a bunch of work for Jensen Communications, um, I was looking to jump on a tour. And I had done some work for Vernon Reed. And Vernon asked me if I was interested in Vivid's 25th anniversary tour. And I graciously accepted and started working with Living Color. And when I did, um, one of the people I was introduced to that would be working on the same tour was Alex Bronson. And basically, the two of us became 
a work together where I was the visual person mm-hmm. doing live stills for their performances, and Alex pretty much was teching for Doug Wimbish and pretty much running everything on the stage and doing everything. All right, so you were stage managing Alex yeah, was, yeah. On, on that tour? Yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm starting with that because I, I was off and on with teching for Doug. Right. All right. I was, and, I was and, his bass uh, tech. And you are, you, you're a bass player, player by trade, yes. just to let everybody know. So, yes. I mean, because if you're dealing with the Wimbish, come on. <laughs> and that was come another on. act that I also yeah, worked on. for was yeah. John Marks Express, which is Alex's own program. band. All right. And oh. I did all the promotion and tour posters and whatnot when they went to Europe also. So I've worked with him on his own project and his own CDs. Uh-huh. Mm. And Alex has a new project coming up and a new album yeah, coming up that I'll be point. doing all the promotional stuff oh, for, nice. and it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It sounds great from what I've heard. So far, so good, but it takes time. You, know? you play uh-huh. bass, right? Yes. Any uh, other instruments you play? Yes. Um, I started out on violin. <sighs> nice. Whoa. That was my first instrument okay so you went to school uh, yeah when i was younger, education school, I, was, I was in violin moved to cello saxophone oh um, that's guitar. a wide range yeah from it, strings, it, to strings to horns, horns. It's like a whole weird transition you and, still played though right uh not as much because i'm well bass yes okay because ba- uh-huh. that's just where yeah. where main. I, main, main my main thing but yeah that was um you know, to getting a grips of all types of music and sound. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. realize it then, but you know, it's like it is a big jump playing a string instrument, then you're playing horn, a horn. Yeah, the chops. Yeah, you have like, to have for both. It's, yeah, so I was okay. like, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't split my mind for that, so I went yeah. back to the string. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you know, gotcha. I was like, okay. bass is a little easier. Uh huh. In, in that, in, in, in that idea, what I was looking at. And so, what age was that that you decided to concentrate on bass? 17, 18. Okay. Started out, you know, a lot younger, 10, 12. And that's being in bands and just being around the music. Yeah, you just were being just around the music. Growing, yeah, growing up well, family, you know, growing up in Kentucky. And, oh, okay. And my, my aunt was the music director at the church. Oh, nice. okay. So it's like, okay. that's the... Every Sunday. Every, every Sunday, you know, I was in the choir, you know, nice. and, and you're, you're at rehearsals and, you know, everyone in my family played something. Uh-huh. So there was always, your parents. You mean? Well, they, yeah, my grandparents, parents, aunts and uncles, oh. cousins. Everybody, oh, okay. So that you know, like, or, or my my great grandmother, you know, played piano. There was always a piano. Someone's playing something. Oh. Mm. Was anybody take it to a professional? I know your aunt. You said was the was the, the teacher. Yeah, well, she was a music director at church, and then you know, the, um, not as professional as what it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, but most definitely, you know, musical family. Musical family. It's, so it was really interesting leaving Kentucky to come here and then exactly to, take to, us. How did you get here from Kentucky? From fashion, uh, it was a whole nother life. Fashion, right yeah, they have a degree. Fact, have a degree in fashion, right? Alex FIT, has a degree in FIT. FIT. Oh, wow. went to FIT. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Aesthetics too. Nice. Yeah, so. And he worked in advertising, <laughs> so marketing, worked advertising, worked in design. You know, my, I, I live different lives, but the, I was always came back to music. Music was okay. Maine, that's her. And, and okay. when did you make the the transition back to music and being in the city? I was in advertising for a while, mm-hmm. and it was a point where I was 
was a producer and it was music. So it was kind of like, you know what? It's just constant and it's kept dragging me, but it's like, you know what? Then got opportunity to start playing more first tour and uh -huh. like, peace. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> you know? uh, so, okay. And what was that first tour? Um, well, it was a couple of different ones, but uh, wow. <laughs> think about you gotta think about this for a second. Well, what band? Or yes, what I'm, that's, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. That's what I'm thinking as Red Lotus. No, no, it wasn't the first tour. That was one of my. Um, it's in my head now. Oh my gosh, True Mystic Sound System was mm -hmm. a dub reggae hip hop band. Oh, what a mix! <laughs> and it was I was the only live instrumentation was bass. It was bass, oh. and then there was a. I got dub plating the dub plating and, yeah. and 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 yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was, um, you want to explain a little bit about the, what the dub plate is? Like I I I had never seen it well, live dub, till I dub, moved here. Actually, yeah, you know, <laughs> even in New York, well, that's it's, a bigger. It's, 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 it's kind of hard. It's like there's a lot of sub subsonics. Yes. Within this, uh -huh. coming from the reggae culture, and, and quite a, a delayed. It's, yeah, there's it's, a lot of delays yeah, and a lot of movement. That. It's a movement of sound, but it's in delays and verbs and you know, stacking. Yes. Again, the subsonics. You know, it's like the subtextures of sound, and it's really into you know, you can go into drum and bass and a, and a few mm -hmm. other things, mm -hmm. which, which I expanded into from that with True Mystic Sound System, working with a guy called Gerald. Mm. Okay. Which, which was um, he was like the godfather of drum and bass, mm. and taking oh. it. So my my point of playing bass was knowing the distance between zero and one in a digital element and making it more live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Giving it soul. Right. Right. <laughs> Basically, like, you yeah. Because so, my motto is if you don't feel it, don't play it. Exactly. So you true. Know, so so true. And, exactly. You know, but yeah, that was my whole experience. And yeah. With, but true, I mean, with True Mystic and it was like, you know, working with a band with live singers and hip hop but there was no drummer. There's a guy just samples and loops, uh -huh. and then understanding that it's, you know, what samples and loops and how they're created and mm -hmm. playing it within the melodies of that. So mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, then stepping into this tech world, production world, working with Doug, Doug Wimbish from Living Color, mm -hmm. we were friends, and it was you know, we we met years back. Think about that um, at a Joe Satriani concert. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> and and that we also we also share the same birthday, right? Really? Yeah. Yes. So it's it one oh, of those wow. kind of a match of friendships and you know, yeah. brotherhood is really interesting. But you know, as a player and then hanging out was like my first moments of like, oh my God, it's Doug Wimbish. And it's like, yo, can I take lessons? No. This is his response was no. <laughs> okay. But we can hang out. Okay. Well, at least that. But and I, and I took that as better. Yeah. Right. You know, as Literally. lessons because lessons you got an hour. Don't talk to me. Uh -huh. you know, after that, more so as, yo, let's hang out and we show you a few things. You can learn something. Mm -hmm. And that was that. And that's pretty much you think is his method of of teaching anyway was like you have just to, look well, at what I do and then well, and you'll it'll pretty much teach you kind of in a way. I well, think he wanted you pretty much to do it on your own. Yeah, his teaching is not about, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to show you. Like, sure, it's yeah, like yeah. you're going to have to do it. Yeah. Right. Yourself. So, yeah. You know, even when I was teching for him and that was the whole Lauren Hill thing, my first gig was 80, in front of 80,000 people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he turns around during this and he's like, I'm sorry. 
And you don't understand, well, why do you say I'm sorry? And you're like, then you're like, you look up and you're like, oh, you know, this is a whole different world. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, this ain't the club in the village. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, no you know, it's not. This is a whole different thing. You look but, behind uh-huh. you and there's 80,000 people behind you. Mm-hmm. Whole different world. Yeah, so, but yeah, with that and answering before, you know, Lisa and I met during that time period. And it was in a Lauren was, Hill time period. It was like okay. Lauren Hill it's living easy. color. We and, were you know, on both tours at the same time, crossing over. Crossing over, and it was just like, you know what? It's like, okay, well, you're working. It's almost like you're working together a lot. It's like that becomes a partner almost. That's you know? exactly mm-hmm. what we became yeah. as work partners. Oh. Like work partners, and you're just pushing to, you know, what's next? What do you have? Do you need help with something else? Do you got this over here? But, mm-hmm. but within that is like growing in the industry, you know, mm-hmm. playing, and then. Some people have a problem as an artist playing and then switching over to being production tech or some sort of, you know. Yeah, and yeah. You never because, had that problem. You no. just transitioned right from one to the next, from one to the Diversified. next. Diversified. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, some people look down on some production and some tech work. You know, in general, I'm kind of like, you know, well, if you're looking at it that way, I'm looking at it as I may be the low man on the total pole, but I'm holding this motherfucker up. Together, mm-hmm. yeah. Excuse right. me, ladies, I'm sorry. Oh no, you can't. Oh no, we good. But it's like you know, because it's like if I don't do it, then it's not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you can you know, as you can be the baddest of the baddest or whatever. But you know, I have to know something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been and, in the room, okay, at a sound check, okay, that's gone three hours long, and when Alex tells the act, okay, you're done, let's go, it's live. That act stops and listens. I've never seen anybody, okay, especially when we're on tour with Living Color, shut the boss, Vernon Reed, down. But when Alex said no, he stops. He's very, very good. Well, I mean, they just this is a sign of respect. Like, oh, okay, we, we've reached. Because if you say something, that means, okay, everybody, when Alex you know, speaks, it's, it's the respect yeah, of it. Yeah, everybody I, I, listens. It, it, it's past the fan stage. Exactly. Yeah, oh, please. Like, you know, it's like who you work with is kind of like, you know what, well, that's great. And some people don't understand that. It's a conversation I just uh-huh. had a few days ago and so on. <laughs> like, there are conversations like we're having now that you can't have with normal normal people. when i say everyday normal <laughs> yeah. like you know someone has a 9 to 5 is not going to understand how this you know or how our uh, lives like, run they think it's glitz and glamour like, and yeah, whatnot. Like, this is not for the faint of heart yeah no you know and, not and at even all. even as an artist i think part of what i do as a stage production and stage manager is i'm the liaison between art you know knowing the artists how they feel about stuff and stage what needs to be done yes and that eases the artist more because it's like you know what you don't uh-huh. have to talk about it because i know uh-huh. mm-hmm. now you know I've, I, I have my own reputation that when i come through trust me i know that i come through yeah and there's nothing extra don't bring extra to the table uh-huh. you know because even as a bass player you know as a musician is like i've learned even more so less is more mm-hmm. always a lot of times yes you know, and, always and, and always that approach musically you know I bring to the to the stage as well. It's like first thing is like how many bodies on stage and for what. Mm-hmm. Wow! So I man, you missing you can't do too many hip hop shows because it's a lot of bodies on that stage no. for no reason. <laughs> for then, no reason. But but then you but then, then and you talk know what? shit you, all you, the time. But you yeah. haven't then you haven't been to a show that I stand on. Exactly. Or, That's how- or in front of somebody that I've photographed because I, I did I nothing but hip hop for a few years. Yeah, but I, I, literally, there's management to tell people when you see him, he tells you what to do, 
please do it. Exactly. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Like I have a voice that's one level, but then I have a stage voice. And when it hits that level, then it becomes a whole nother issue. Mm-hmm. And we don't need issues. <laughs> we need results. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. And, and, and again, it goes back to as a player, you know, if the bass player falls out, the whole thing is Things gone. Done. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can't say anything. One of the greatest things I ever saw Alex do was take a bunch of kids called Unlocking the Truth, who I met when I worked for Living Color, and Alex met them the same night. And I think it was Irving Plaza the first night. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was Irving Plaza, and there were a bunch of 12- and 13-year-old kids with more talent than some of the biggest acts I've ever worked for, and they put their faith in Alex. Yeah, that was a, a transition of some people working with, you know, L, Living Color, let's say LC, I'll call it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a thing. Living Color. Um, but met these young dudes, you know, from Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And if you haven't heard, there's a trio, uh-huh. and they're metal. Uh-huh. And, and it's pretty insane. We've actually, like, we've taken on the road from opening for Guns Roses slash... Slash... Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. <gasps> I've been on the road with them, taking them on Living tours, Color. Living Colors. So. Nice. So, you know, it was, it was an experience. See 14 year old kids opening up opening for Marilyn for Manson Pilots, or Stone Temple know, Pilots you know, or Slash. Yes. Stadiums. Yes. Yeah. Stadiums. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty insane. And to watch him run a stage full of 14 year old children opening and they listen. A couple years ago, opened up. There was the first young act. At Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. Nice. That's a big fest. Yeah, it was a big yep. festival. That's on that's on live on YouTube now too. Nice. We'll, we'll look yeah, for the link for that. Yeah, I'll yeah. pull the link for that. Yeah. You can see me in the cowboy Alex hat. Alex running right? around. I have a cowboy hat <laughs> yes. that I wear. My, my, my leather cowboy hat that Oh yeah. It's know, it's on Facebook. Yeah, uh pretty heavily. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> like, you know, it's like you don't know who I am by name, it's like the dude with the, the cowboy. The cowboy with the like, house. Oh, yep, the cowboy hat on. Cowboy hat on. Doing a metal show, you're like, what's going on? on? You know, and that and that keeps me. That's for me being grounded because I'm from Kentucky. Yeah, exactly, fellow southerner. He had a pet bull when he was a kid on a leash. So I had Uh, strange life. Not a strange life. I lived a good life. (laughs) Please, you get the best of both worlds. The the, the, the countryside and the city. It's like you know, if you know, want to call it blessed or whatever. It's like Mm -hmm. you know, again, it's like some things you never think about being. You know, again, coming from Kentucky, and it's kind of like, you know, uh, where do you live, man? I live in New York, you know, and what do you do? I work with the biggest artists in the world, you know, on certain levels, and it's kind of like, where am I at? You know, then we come home, family's like, you know, you got to take out the trash. On Sunday. <laughs> take out the trash. Like, exactly. You know, down like, back yeah, down there. Daddy's a rock star. No, daddy has to check out the trash. That's, that's, that's right. This, yeah, that's all, this is, you, you have know, to stay humble. You got to be humble with it, you know. But yeah, it's, the journey is interesting. And it's, it's always beautiful. a hustle. Alex and I will both say the two of us didn't get to where we were by sitting around and waiting for people to come to us. It was mm-hmm. always a hustle. A hustle? Oh, yeah. If you're in New York, New Jersey, you hustling. Yeah, right? you, you if you're staying here. Yeah, if, you're, if you're living here, it, you know, it's like the hustle <laughs> alone is just paying rent. That's it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, exactly. Every month. I hope I can get it. So usually what I'll do. six months in advance on tours or shows or what's happening because, you know, it's it's the journey is 
it's not as easy as people like, you know, get a nine to five. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't depend just, on what monies are coming in. Every I mean, Friday. Yeah, you every never Friday. Know. Right, right. No, every Friday, Friday check. check, check it's not going to happen. <laughs> you never know. Exactly, exactly. So what? What? when did the Cubbyhole Studio come up, come about? Well, you know, the cubbyhole. So, yes, what what has happened was, what happened is, I got tired of paying for the bigger studio. Same here. And with technology moving the way it did, and I was already, I'm already the late bloomer in it, mm-hmm. you know, opportunity presented itself. Yeah. You know, it's like we lived in apartments and they burned, in the, you know, in the area. And we we found this place, mm-hmm. and it just happened to have a full finished full basement, finished basement mm-hmm. you know that that had a like, separate entrance. Mm. Even better, right? Okay. And and here in Fort Lee, uh huh. You know, to a point where I was like, you know, hey, I've always built onto it because I'm playing, playing, playing. But then it's like, you know what? When I'm not playing, is. Mm-hmm where really it takes place or where if I'm not working, but what do I do to continue? Mm-hmm. And I say, like I said, with technology and stuff, so I was like, you know what? I have a lot of stuff everywhere, so I just started bringing stuff back, stopped paying for storage. And and was like, I'll take this uh-huh. and just start learning, you know, the ins and outs of doing it yourself. Yes. Like completely, not just you know, I can pay for it, but uh-huh. to actually do it yourself. Do it yourself. You know, if I decide to wake up today, you know, or tomorrow, whatever, like you know what, or in the middle of the night, I can go and actually cut tracks, or mm-hmm. I can exactly. make. Or then now, what I've realized even more so, the point where I can work internationally. Mm-hmm. Even though you're home, oh yeah, you can send tracks all over the send, world, right? right. Oh, and, and, that, and that's yeah, what, and it's, you know, and it's really like, and it's, and it's not, it's not a new concept. But yeah, it was, but it become a lot easier. But to do Much it from easier. your yeah. home studio, studio. Right. and it actually sounds broadcast, you know, right. like it, it's radio ready. ready. Yeah, it's radio ready. Yeah. That was not even a prospect. Mm, ten, ten years ago, 10, 12 ten, ten years, years ago. ago. Yeah, ten, ten years ago. I mean, when I was at when I was at full sailing. 2002 that was when the m1 came out right you know right. that hissy thing right and, and <laughs> so, so, the, so, the, so the concept of doing an album still at home was like ah no because you needed so much and so you know much. And, and, and and you know even the the programs like you know pro tools and everything was not easily and readily available for anyone yeah you needed the hardware right. yeah, you need hd2 and all that you know? kind of stuff and, and, and i wasn't into that you know yeah. but i think i think the transition came when logic was actually able to um, get on a computer just like 200 bucks you know mm-hmm. then I was kind of like mm-hmm. enticed to kind of push that <laughs> uh-huh. to push that envelope to move in that direction exactly and even though again it's like I'm a late bloomer you know but it was one of those things like you either have to catch up because nowadays everything is turned over you know your 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 life is is digital mm-hmm Mm-hmm. The same thing for me. It came out oh, of yeah. and for out you, of photography, a photographer. Right. coming out of a dark room and shooting film. Now, I come out of a show, and like Lauren had asked Alex one day, I, I left. You know, after four or five songs, I got what I needed. I went home. She said to Alex, "Where did Lisa go?" He said, "She's halfway home already. In forty-five minutes, you're gonna have all of your stuff from tonight." Mm-hmm. I shoot, go home, edit, and in 45 minutes, I send a WeTransfer file mm-hmm. straight out of Lightroom, and boom, 
All her you photos know, are there. You know, nowadays, musically as well. You mm -hmm. see it now. Oh, you know, yeah. same, you, you, same. It's like, it doesn't take Visual. months to do an yeah. album. Yeah. It, yes. You know, Hell no. It, and, and it, it no. takes Why? weeks. If <laughs> yes. we'll, at most, at if, most, at most exactly. it takes weeks. At, at, at a, you know, or it, even if you did it in the middle of the night, you know, a couple hours at a time, you, mm -hmm. know, you can really start getting into stuff. But same thing, I'll do an album cover for an artist. I'll shoot it three o'clock this afternoon, seven o'clock tonight. He'll have a front album cover, an inside cover, and a back cover done and sent and that's to important. him. Oof. But that's important now, yes. it's like because Express. because we live in that in the, in the instant moment. Yes, right. You know, all of our lives now are so instant. Even when it's your, you know, you know, your. We talk about the cubby holes. Like I'm, I actually have a guy. It's funny because there's a lot of stuff I don't know, and I'm okay with that. But then the technology of it is there's a. I have a friend of mine who's in Connecticut, who can mm -hmm. dial in onto my laptop <laughs> yeah. and oh, yeah, literally yeah. engineer the session uh -huh. in real time in his underwear, mm -hmm. you know, And his fuzzy home, slippers on. Uh -huh. You know, yep. and he's controlling, you know, every bit of my, you know, my board yeah. while I'm doing, you know, playing. And then it's like, yeah, we can you just cut tracks. And it's like, okay, I've actually seen situations where it's like two days. Which I've done stuff, you know, literally start, finish, mix, master it out, mm -hmm. go, bye, and you don't, you don't even think about it. Yeah. But because the technology does not saying that I'm good at it, please. <laughs> I'm good enough to get by. I get a check. <laughs> so, but, but to that's get a good check, enough. you, you got to do something. That's good enough. You got to do something to get a check, baby. Right, that's, you know, let's be but, clear you know, here and, on that. And, but even with that, is a, you know, in, in our journey, it's like meeting Lisa back then. It's at a point where you start meeting other people, and it's like I was like, you know what, with the company, let me do a production company. Mm -hmm. So basically, I can do a whole lot of things and just put it in under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because I can't always play and be on stage. I'm not that player. No. You know, and you know, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but you know, I'm no Christian McBride, where it's like, you know, first call no matter what. His name walks in. There, Sorry, dude, you gotta go. You know, but but with that being said, it's like there's yeah. a market for everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, and, and when people start to understand that more mm. instead of, you know, I need to chase this to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you know what, if you get this market here, that will raise you to here. So you have to learn how to do that. So with the cubbyhole, I just basically I delved in a time where I wasn't playing. Uh huh. And just taught myself, you know, I had some friends, you know, who who help invest in, you know, even give my own my first studio speakers. Mm -hmm. You know, I bought Logic, but I couldn't afford speakers. Speaking and I was like, you know, uh -huh. I was just using my laptop at the time. And I was like, oh, man, here's here's some, you know, M studio speakers for you. Just don't leave that laptop anywhere. Right. Make sure that laptop goes wherever you know, Alex or I are going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how it works. Wow. You know? But it's like learning that process. And it's it becomes, your workstation, yeah, literally. You know, so, yeah, yeah, so like you know, meeting you guys or like it's like meeting Lisa, it's like you start getting to that thing and I start learning more. Mm -hmm. And now I set it up to be like, you know what? You come here. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not going. To, I don't need to go into the city now. I don't need to go over here now. I can mm -hmm. do this Hell here. No. You mm -hmm. know, or if I'm in, you know, I have some clients in Europe. You know, mm -hmm. who who cut tracks with. You know, it's just, it's so much easier. Yeah. You know, and also having a family is kind of like I, it's an, uh, my son. I can spend time at home. Right. You know, I don't need to be worth. You know, 
I've done the nine to five, but then it's like you got to stop, ask somebody, is it okay if I do this? I need to leave because of this, blah, blah. Literally, if something happens, they just come downstairs. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? What's wrong? What's Dad's wrong, here. buddy? Daddy's with you. Yeah. What's going on? Right. You know, unless I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a weird. So I just bought my son a phone for his birthday. Finally, oh. Oh. So now it's how old is your son? Ten. He just ten. ten. Okay. But nice. it's like, but now talk about musical. A, lot. a musical family. His son picked up every instrument. Like, well, that's another part. Yeah, because my son is at a point. It's like. I, Everyone's like, "Oh, you get your son." It's like, "No, I'm not pushing him into it." But it's like he just he does it on his own. Studio. You see what your dad at, is doing at, here. At he time. does, and, and you know, it's his, scary. His uncles, you know, which are again, these are friends that are just like you got legends. You know, yeah, you know, like, yeah. Vernon like, Vern, like Vernon's come, come, come by. Vernon came by. Vernon's come by. Or Will Calhoun has come by. Wow, yeah. what a drummer! You know, or <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, right. I was rehearsing with what Corey Glover for his solo project, and he's coming down. It's like everybody got to stop. My son's here. What you need, buddy? Exactly, you know, and and he's like he wants to play, and I was like, you can't play right now because mm-hmm. we can play in a minute. But pick up his own instrument; he has his stuff, and, and he does, and he'll play, and know? he does. With, mm-hmm. You know, now he's learning cello, which is ah, oh, I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> trust me, he's, he's yeah. on the cello thing. Oh. So it's like the path has started. You know, yeah. So. Nice. so, so what's some of the notable projects that's come out of the cubby holes? Um, right, stuff? right yeah. now, yeah, I'm working with Twenty Four Seven Spies. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're in pre-production for their tour. Mm-hmm. Right one of the now. most legendary bands yeah, ever, like run by Jimmy under, Hazel. Another underrated band, you know, in the in the metal rock scene. Without a doubt. Um, they, Jane's Addiction opened up for them. Right. At one point. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> every, every new metal artist, like, I would say you have uh, to show props. You got to show props to spies to, to, okay. to these guys, you know, and it's a part of black rock, you know, for me growing up, it's like seeing someone playing rock that looked like me. Yeah. Was a whole different element. Uh, let's get into that. Uh, <laughs> being into the black rock scene. When did, when did that open up for you? Was that in Kentucky? Well, I was into rock because it was like Southern rock. You kind of, oh, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, in the South, of yeah, course. South, it was kind of, you know, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I grew up, it was it was two extremes. Outside of church or whatever, church was one thing. That was just music in general. Mm-hmm. But it became, you had the Black Channel, R&B, so, mm-hmm. and then you had rock. Rock channel you know yeah. which was Aerosmith Led Zeppelin Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix and mm-hmm. all these things and growing up with this you know schools predominantly white in general mm-hmm. yes. so it's a lot of rock stuff mm-hmm. you know I've seen you know Yes in concert I've seen Van Halen in concert oh. you know all these hey, things yeah. in the 80s in that, yeah, and, and, and at a point where it was like pivotal and it was kind of like yeah I was one of the few if any all black people <laughs> kids, kids in the crowd yeah you know in Kentucky in on Kentucky, top of that it's just like my white America it's a white America it's a middle of white America with no yeah. disrespect but it was also uh-huh. you know I had family like well you listen to that rock music that white stuff and <laughs> what got me uh-huh. was I was a fan of Kiss Gene Simmons. Let's just be of all of, people. Of all people. All right, bass player. Done. Right, bass player, <laughs> and it was just something different. I was just hotter than hell. Was the album? That's my first. Oh. But my dad was like, "You like that? You know, makeup and everything, rock." He's like, "Here." And he put a Funkadelic record in my hand. Parliament. George oh. ah. Clinton, who Alex and I, I was both seven years with. old. Mm. And, Legend, and he was like you, because he was, you know, was, again the segregation of stuff was still, you know, there. Mm-hmm. But it was at a point of 
you really like this? Let's go to this concert. And it was like Parliament Funkadelic. And he can still put it out. In fact, a couple of years ago when we were at, was it Afropunk we were at? I don't, wanna, I don't know. And George came and... Oh, yeah. That's, you know, it was just a moment. There it was, was a moment. You got like, to meet him. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's like I've met well, him we, and stuff, but it was just, it just at a point there was an anniversary was like I can spend with my father to tell my father. It was like the, the uh, uh, Mothership Connection Tour. 1970-something, and then it was like the anniversary. with the big, big ship. ship. Right. Big ship. They went bankrupt. Right. Yes, they right. did. But it was one of the best freaking <laughs> shows. But it was the best, best show ever. ever. Right. It's, it's, yeah, right. it's legendary. That was, so, so that was my introduction to funk and at a point of what rock was. It was like rock was not what they media put as white rock. Mm-hmm. Southern rock in general, all these things, whatever. Because then it became understanding funkadelic mm-hmm. was like no that's rock it is like rock <laughs> you're and not say, kidding with, with spies in general one of the things is that rock don't roll without soul that's <laughs> right <laughs> so true yeah. and people no don't what. realize and it's like you know even back you know mm-hmm. little richard and all these it's like rock oh, don't roll yeah. without soul and it's like even you know elvis presley you know as they say that he bit he took a big bite out of r&b mm-hmm you know, the voicings and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, go online and look at, there's a video of the, the guy who wrote those songs who sounds just like Elvis. And I was like, the problem is, for most people, he's black. Goes the same thing for most Period. soul bands. You take a look at Hall and & Oates. Well, Hall and & Oates, you They took most of their stuff bands, from Smokey you know, Robinson. Like, and, like Black Sabbath. Yeah, it's sure. a blues band. It's a blues band. Yeah. Clear yeah. as and day, and they you, say Ozzy the same Osborne, thing. Like, I was in ACDC. Yeah. I was in the Ozzy Osbourne. It was like you know that whole scene growing up as well, and no one understood. I was like, dude, this is blues. And then when they ACDC, tell you we're a blues cover blues. band uh-huh. that decided to you know to get into this, like that's just it. Mm-hmm. You know, Living Color released their last record, and it was just basically a blues a blues record. record. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then it's like you mix that with R and B rock is the same it's just three you know, chord blues a, rock and roll the voltages on certain guitars are just cranked, just cranked up a, a little, little bit more, you know? <laughs> yeah yeah you know but then it's like you know seeing eddie hazel playing guitar with funkadelic and it's kind of like sure or you know realizing Jimi hendrix in his history oh yeah you he know, played with yes, everybody right. before so, but, he yes, did yes he did thing. but you know growing up in that you know then it's like then you know you you become there's two different angles of like there's music and then mm-hmm. it's like well you know you can sit in the middle with this and yeah. growing up where I grew up and then coming here to be able to work with those same artists that had posters on my wall mm. you same know, thing for they're... me David Cassidy <laughs> I had his poster above my bed for 20 years and then I end up becoming his photographer including his final performance yes. before he died and oh, interview you even, let's get into a little bit of that too we, Glenn, um, Glenn Campbell's Glenn final, Campbell's final, final performance, performance Carnegie yeah. Hall put me in the Hall of Fame and also I was in his autobiography um, I was asked by James Keach the producer of the movie mm-hmm. not only for the photo to use in the movie but also me filmed live, and in fact, Alex worked his final benefit before he passed um, at the cutting room, Uh and we auctioned, silent auctioned off my photo for an ungodly amount of money Uh for the Alzheimer's (laughs) Saving Neurons Alzheimer's Mm. Drug Discovery Foundation, and I brought in with me the Sugar Hill Gang, Living Color, Mm. Corey Glover, Ivan Neville, 
um, and all of these big names that were all black rock musicians that I worked yeah. for, and they, they all came together you know, as a family, I mean, and it went over and made a lot of money, Fantastic. and, uh, you know, I was blessed that when Glenn needed the help, not only could I help him by covering his final performance at Carnegie Hall that night, uh-huh. but also afterwards helping his charity out and with the help of Alex and our friends and the groups that we work with we're able to pull together such a big in New York City yeah, yeah. benefit like that $2,000 a head a seat and yeah, yeah. you know nice. upper echelon people and we pulled it off in it one night at the cutting room documentary and you were in the documentary yes, as I well was. I'll be me uh, and yeah. it, it won a Grammy for the song mm-hmm. and then um I won't miss you. And then um, the movie won an Academy Award, and uh, yeah, yeah. and shortly after, sadly, yeah. we lost Glenn, yeah. who is um, not replaceable in the country world. No, definitely no. not. Oh, and I know yeah. Alex really had a fondness for that kind of country, also. Yeah, was, Real yeah, country. Yeah, I grew up, Come on, I grew up you're from Kentucky. Yeah, you got to. right. I'm from South Carolina. You, you, I, you I still have. I mean, it's, it's just bad. You know? Yeah. Country today was, is nothing like it. It was around all the time. So you could, you know, it, I, I have a different, I, I hear some people, oh, I can't listen to country. It's the one genre. It's like, no. If you, you hear the stories the and stories the, the plank, the insanely tight playing by these and, bands. Right. Oh, that's, I always tell people, <gasps> if you ever want to <sighs> know how to play music, Hang out with country players. Oh my God, Roy it's Clark. So tight. There was but, nothing like, with you, you strings that like, man couldn't like, play. Well, I can't stand this. I was like, you know what? <laughs> with what little they have, they will play circles around you all. That is day correct. And not think twice and go home and fix beans for dinner. Exactly. That's right. You know, because that's it's it's the reality of it. And it's like you know, I had some friends because I build pedal boards and stuff too. Right. You know, and they're custom like, oh, built pedal you know, boards. They're like, what's this sound for this and blah blah. I was like, dude, you know what? Check out the worship bands and check out the country bands. <laughs> the worship band, yeah. And it's, it's like, true. It's, it's, it's true. It's a whole <laughs> other market of, of artists and sounds that are happening and things that are going on that it's not an everyday thing. Uh-huh. But, you know, like, like you know, the Campbell stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's like you're, you're looking at, it's, it's like, how to say, this level of artistry. Mm-hmm. But you got to build that and help them with that. And, and playing around, like, you know, like I said, Funkadelic and all these things for me is like growing up and it's like you just build the foundation to where we are now. Yeah. You know, even though you don't think of it then. You know, Lisa, it's like I remember when we first met, you know, it was just really getting into the digital world of photography. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's like you then you have this with Campbell and you have this with all you know, all these artists. And it's like, Oh, I'm talking to such and such, I'm talking to such and such and I'm kinda like, Really now? Mm-hmm. And you have issues. Well, guess what? We all have them. The hustle is real. But you know what? But it's like... <laughs> and he kept me grounded through everything. I mean, I didn't take coming up in the photography world in live performance really well. I had a hard time dealing with it. And I leaned on Alex a lot. And one thing he always told me was be real and keep reinventing yourself. Mm-hmm. Because so the true. industry mm-hmm. keeps reinventing itself. I mean, for you to already... to. Nobody else is even doing the technology that you're doing. If that's not reinventing, that's just creating the whole thing. No, nobody does the mobile app. Which which is funny as well because she used to talk about she's not creative. 
And I'm like, everyone is <laughs> Right, creative. I said I'm not an artist. <laughs> it's like, when you wake up in the morning, you're creative because you got to figure out a way to go shit, shower, and shave. Yeah. You know, right. And get, get to where you got to be at a certain mm-hmm. time. That's creative. Mm-hmm. You may not be doing this, but it's like when I start seeing her work. That's creative. You're just kind of like, yo, for real? And it's uh, like, one, one of my favorite pictures ever you did uh, with... with um, Jose? Yeah, Jose, Jose Feliciano. Feliciano. That was an Woo! amazing night. And, <laughs> you know, I had both of you there. It just what you're saying with the technology, it just, just the Christmas, how, how you do your Lightroom. But it, my but edit. no light. Yeah, but, but your well, edit. Yeah, there is right? no. Yeah, there is my, no light. But the edit that you do was just so, like, striking. And it's like one of my... Well, even other people liked it. It's one of my most liked right, photos right, right. ever. Yes. And it's like, oh, it's those. Okay, it was Jose Feliciano. But you see a lot of people with right. artists. You're like, but, eh. But that was just the The, 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 right, the textures and feelings. Yes. Of, 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 presentation. You know, the, yeah, the, the presentation. presentation. That's I, creativity. I make the most of what I have. And one of the things behind it that people don't realize is overprocessing. And that's something I'll never do. My photo straight out of the camera, my raw, actually, if it takes me more than 15 seconds to edit a photo, it move on to the next. So my raw, what comes out of my camera, is pretty much almost the same. It's 90% of what you see. And you mostly do low light. Uh, That's very, very low. Super low light. I'm endorsed by Nikon. Nikon. Okay. And so what do you use? What do you still use? Nikon Nikon. DF. Yes. Which is their I guess the sensor itself is the same as all other full frame cameras but it has the largest pixels out of any camera not mm-hmm. the highest amount the largest pixels if you visualize a bubble mm-hmm. has the biggest bubbles on the sensor which lets in the most light so i can hit mm-hmm. very high isos to work in very very dark places and still have a clean crisp detailed image yeah and mm. we see that, it yeah you see it right nikon lenses too. Right? Yeah, straight nikon lenses i don't own anything except for five Nikon bodies and a ton of Nikon lenses, you know. And I only use one program, and that's Lightroom, which is not Photoshop, because Mm -hmm. I shoot reportage. What you see is exactly what Lisa is seeing in front of me. But it's almost like, in in a weird sense, and excuse me for interrupting on this, it's almost like an enhanced photo. If you ever ever look at her photos, (laughs) and it's really not that enhanced. Yeah. It's just but really, it feels really like so it's like there's so much because like, again when I you know when I do it's like you know so you say if you don't feel it don't play it yeah. but it's like the emotion and the feeling of what that her photos are it's like there's depth yeah exactly. definitely you know, definitely I gave Alex a photo once and I don't remember was it Robert Plant that I gave you a photo yes. of that's hanging downstairs yes. and when I brought it into the cubby hole I walked in with it and. He started touching it like to grab Robert Plant's hand. <laughs> and he said, How did it just you felt like it was a 3D get it? 3D. Like it. And then Neville, his partner, came in and he started touching the photo, <laughs> doing the same thing. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> it was just, it was I mean, just very funny. I, I, I can't wait to see that picture because, I mean, just what I see on social media is like, 
Whoa. The, the room. Is, so I can only imagine in a properly sit, you know. Yeah. Like, it, it, whoa. Because like, like when you walk into the cubby hole, it's, it's really sitting there and it's behind a few little things. And it's kind of weird because you look at it, you don't really notice it, but you almost want to just be like, what is that in between some other things, you know? <laughs> it's, it's a great photo. Thanks. And yeah, um, like I said, Alex has a bunch of stuff hanging in, in his house that's mine. And, you know, um, I guess the greatest honor is when you have one of your clients, like Lauren, had come to Alex and said to Alex, would Lisa get mad if we use one of her photos for the press laminates? Yeah, I'm for saying, mad. Like, mad. I said, mad? <laughs> I said, I work for you. Yeah. So Alex was like, uh, no, you can oh, use yeah, one yeah. of them. So her press passes So that us. press pass, and then that also led you to Alicia Keys, right? Yes. That was, I heard that story. I met Alicia Keys in the artist building. I was working for David Byrne. And Alex has a connection to the building also. His in-laws live there, too. (laughs) And one day I go downstairs, okay, to meet David Byrne. And we had to wait to get into the studio. Mm -hmm. And I heard a woman on a piano. I'm going, who's that? And David's, like, banging on the door. And he's like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? The door opens and out walks Alicia Keys. And I was like oh, hi, here's my business card. And David's like, I highly recommend her. And then Kaisa comes downstairs. Alex knows Kaisa also. Came down, who's working with David Byrne when I was on David Byrne St. Vincent. Uh-huh. And um, she came downstairs and she said to Alicia, oh, this is a really good friend of mine. I'm working with her now. And then next thing you know, I'm doing work with Alicia. Mm-hmm. And uh, Didn't she see just... that laminate though too? Yes, she that? knew yeah, right she away. Saw... <laughs> she said to me, didn't you do Lauren Hill's laminate? I said, yeah, that was me. And she, exactly. she started laughing. Hmm. You know, just, it's you just kind of a big circle. Exactly. And it's, it's a tight community, wouldn't you say, Alex, that well, we're a small group? Small in the sense of we just know, like, we know each other, like, at a point. Yeah, it is small. Let's start there. Yeah. Because it's not, you <laughs> it's know, a not small family. A, a, no, and no. it, it takes, not too many people can last in New York for too long anyway. So if you can stay and make it happen and do things here, then you're going to get in the club. Because you, right, you right, end up right, mixing right, everywhere. Right, right. Even oh, as an engineer, point, yeah. it's like, you go through the, the village joint, you go through the, all the Brooklyn venues, and it, you <laughs> you mix every band in the world yeah. if you're an audio engineer yeah, in New York, York City. City. And <laughs> you like, should and know, Phila, because I worked with you for exactly, a long time, and I've seen you do... It's, it's I've seen you do everything from <laughs> classical to cabaret yeah. to hard rock yeah. to death you know, metal. But that, that there, and I love it, it all. Is, is that foundation <laughs> yeah. we spoke of, I spoke earlier. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, you're building onto that, and it's like where you know where you settle for a while into into the scene. Like you know, so you're engineering and you you know doing this, or I'm now, now I'm stage production more than actually playing because you know again we have to. Hustle. Right. <laughs> it's a daily you know, hustle every you day. Know, New York and, City. And, and, and it's New York City. So one job is not enough. And, oh, no. Never. So, two never. jobs two ain't two enough. Jobs. <laughs> you know. We could have four or five projects, Alex and I, at and one not, time and going. Still not, you know, and you're still not making enough. Mm-hmm. Nope. You know, but, you know, some people see, like, the social media aspect of it. Of this past month and a half, I've been, you know, St. Lucia, St. Thomas, and Costa Rica. Mm. And all oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. And before blah. that, you were in Africa. Yeah, and, and, and you're traveling so much, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like they don't, they don't see, they see, oh, my, this is so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. It's like 
travel. Get, travel? To, yeah. Get stuck at, three at, days at, in a snowstorm in South Carolina. <laughs> you know, and like there's, I had an instance where it was about traveling and this whole band music stuff. I was teching for Doug. We're doing Living Color. No, sorry, not Living Color. We're doing Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. In California. Flying back red eye to do Eric Gale's and Doug at BB Kings. At BB Kings. The next day and losing a pedal board to get it uh-huh. back in time, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, these are just two different gigs mm-hmm. already. Or loading a thousand pounds a year from and Living Color. In a truck. In a truck. And then you're like, you know, these, these things have people don't see these things. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, you know. Or the two of us leaving a venue with a thousand pounds of gear, going back to one studio, unloading, loading up, and going to another, another act another, another with another thousand pounds of another, gear that Alex gear. packed different up into my truck. Of gear. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're really, you're really at the And then really heading the, to the next gig. Oh, yeah. So that's me and within 24 life hours. And five years. And you know, <laughs> two in the morning at times. Exactly. You know, right. Sleeping in the car until 6 a.m. And load in seven the next morning and Alex is like, it'll take too long to get home. I'm just going to sleep in the car. No, we just go. You know, but no, I love it. Exactly. So do I. It's like the founders. I said foundation before. It's like building, and you you get these experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, to what's next. And And it's not the glamour and what people think. You eat in a lot of gas stations. He'll tell you. You, And and if you look at your Facebook thing, your your big sheets, sheets sheets fan. I mean, you live on the road. (laughs) You live on the road. And and you gotta, you know, you gotta think of health. You, know, mm-hmm. you got to think your health. You got to think of your mental health. You oh, know, yeah. You know, and physical what, what you, health, I mean. in your body. Exactly. Right. You know, again, Alex yeah. is a, a, a true hero to me. I mean, Alex, when I started with you, you were a diabetic. And uh, we were at a gig one night, and Alex got sick. I was like, yo, I'm not and he's, doing well. I he turned that. around, and he said to me, I don't feel so good. And he started going down. Ooh. And I always carry a ton of Coca-Cola with me, so he got that shoved in. And I realized... Alex never ate that day. Yeah, that was a crazy day. Okay? Even though they served food and we had catering, Alex was so busy because somebody got there late and had a sound check two hours late. Let me say this. Yeah, my job, I just thought about it now. We're talking about production stuff. Uh I'm Captain Save-A-Hole. I'm glad you said it. That is my And we've been calling him that for a long time. in the industry. What Captain Savaho. Captain Savaho. So and that's why they listen, because you're yeah, Captain, baby. When my and part of and our, you know, like when it can't te- our be te- fixed, to the stars in a certain way. Like mm-hmm. I'm yes. personal, more personal. It's because mm-hmm. it's like there's a lot of text. Trust me, there's a lot of text and great oh, production yeah. people. But yeah. that's what they do. And Phyllis saw it happen with screaming headless torsos at the Iridium oh, when right. that blew up yeah. that night. A monitor yeah. blew up. Alex is with me. Alex is in a suit. A Hugo Boss suit, I think yeah, it was. I, I was just, I just and the monitor it, blew up in the ceiling and needed to be changed. And, something happened. I just know that I was And I turned saying, around yeah. and I said, we have Alex Bronson in the house. Next thing I know, I see Alex takes off the sh- suit jacket and he's climbing in the ceiling. I think you were in front of the house that oh, night. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some, I just remember yeah. something happened and it was like, you know, because again, like, Captain Sabaho. Like, <laughs> and in this industry, it's like pimps and hoes. Like the industry is just, you know, the pimps are the in, uh, the main industry of record labels and everything else and the hoes are the artists. Yeah. Take you the troll. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> yep. I'm Captain. Yeah, you know, so, so I'm Captain. It's like, oh, God, I gotta go save these hoes. Yeah. You know, and no disrespect what 
what I was saying that, but it's right. just really, it is really at a point like it's joking because you know the guys in the industry, you know, my my sons' uncles, we call them the uncles. Uh huh. You know, we were legends. It's like, yo, that's Captain Sabo. It's like because because well. mostly when my phone rings, it's like if I walk on stage because my phone rings. Something's wrong. Something's wrong that can't be fixed <laughs> by anyone else, but Captain Sabo. Like, all right, we need this done. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I like my biggest thing for me was uh, Bernie Wellwell. Right. The Bernie Well benefit. Right. It was the last show before he passed. Where it was like a lot of artists mm. were coming in. Rick Springfield, the whole you know the whole nine living mm. color. You know, and Alex Hendrix. discovered that he was a shredding guitarist, Rick Springfield, and <laughs> um, let me know the so next was, morning he was blown away. Go, like I went to the show, like they need help. You know, they just need some help. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> then, the then, right, what, so I walk in and realize nobody knows what to do, and there's like twenty five different artists, yeah. and you have all this gear that. Dropped off by SIR. Oh, and it's just dumped in front of the stage. In front of the stage. Oh, I know that dump. Shit, red boxes, <laughs> SIR. And then it's like, <laughs> and then you, as you asked the production manager what's going on, he was like, I don't know. They told me what gear to get. get. And that was and it. That was it, yeah. baby. What do you yeah. want me to do? And, and that's like, the that's then, what you get yeah, in, right. in, uh, from a lot of production managers at venues, and they don't really want to take. Right hold of what's going on they're not sticking to the the schedule right. or you know nobody they don't know they don't have that yeah. what needs to be done exactly well, Fela, i've seen you do things like adjust lights for me climb ladders move pianos oh, yeah well because oh, i, I want it to be it has Dennis, to be a great show so Dennis i mean I, I, i'm gonna make it happen so like, i can like make Alex. it happen exactly. also right you and dennis more than once i had to say Move the piano, turn the lights, open the barn doors, climb the ladder, and move it over so I can get <laughs> move what I B3. need. Move B3. Exactly. So you, you come down to a, a, a truck dump, basically, mm-hmm. in yep. front of the stage. In front of the stage. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. They and, drop that off at 10 a.m. and leave. Right, and, leave. <laughs> and then it's like, I still don't know who's performing. Who is, nope. When. When, what. That? Nope. Right. So it's like, you know, it's like putting that puzzle together, you know, and it's like, that's that challenge The day of. Day of. You have to realize, like, when this stuff happens with the day of and the names that he named and nothing was ready. Right, and you don't. And that's a New York City. I've seen that quite a, in my 11 years. I've been here a minute now. Mm -hmm. So that's, you see it all the time. Just halfway done stuff sometimes, and but and, like, and but then that puts into place like if you can make it here, anywhere you can make it anywhere, make it anywhere, and 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 especially in this industry, you know, <sighs> mm-hmm. it's one thing if you're Wall Street and you're playing that game, but, yeah, but right. This is with a bunch of this game. Th- this game is a bunch of egos. Yes, you know, well, ego that, is everything in this industry, yeah, and, and you know, we e- see e- them so, all so at a point, day you know, long. I have to be at a point like. I, I give no fucks who you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't I gotta, either. I got to make you sound good. Mm-hmm. And I have so, to make you look good. So all your attitude. And on time. And on time. Yeah. So all your attitude and everything gives does not help me one bit. Mm-hmm. Nor so, does it me, nor does it bother me. And it used to. And Alex will tell you. I used to get yeah, really upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't take it personally. Yeah, you can't. You can't you Alex can. said to me, this business is usual. Uh-huh. And now, when, when I have an artist and they have an ego or they're nasty, I smile and just... You want the best picture? It's coming out of me. Just sh- sit there, shut up, and smile. Mm-hmm. You, so you do what you do. That's it. Do what do you me. do. I do what I do. Carry on. Yeah, and I've, I've had an artist complain, like, so, you know, because a lot of times people see me and they're like, you know, you're not really doing anything. And I'm like, uh, you, you don't understand what I do. He has no idea. You know, but there's a, it's like, 
I don't I don't really understand what you're doing. It's like, well, when I don't do it, you'll know. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you'll see it, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. And I literally had to show them what I was talking about because it's like you don't see it. And it's like something happened. I'm like, there you go. You know, now you got problems with this. Well, if you listen to me, we wouldn't have this problem because these are the things that I check off before you walk through this door. Mm-hmm. And I've seen artists stop performing and standing there on the stage and the whole band stops playing and you hear, Alex, I need help. Alex, I need help. <laughs> and next thing I know, I know not to pull that shutter again because here comes Alex up on the stage to Captain Captain Savo's up there again. It's like it's it's like that bouncing ball with the words that people are saying a lot of times. It's like you know the hat show. That's what you see. Alex's bouncing around the stage. It's a brown leather cowboy hat jumping across the stage. You know, and but yeah, you know, with all that we do, it's like there's the creative flow, the hustle, the stress, you know, the New yeah. York, the New York vibe. And mm-hmm. again, if you can do it here, then it's kind of like you can do it anywhere. You can do it anywhere, and it, and really and, can. And, it's so and, true. And, and, and it's it's a beautiful thing, but it's also what's almost like it's a responsibility, mm-hmm. a big responsibility. You only you get go, one you go, shot you go, at a go live overseas. Go, go somewhere international. You say sure. you're out of New York and you do this, and it's like then it's like everyone's looking at you at a different level now. Of course, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. once you, you know. say you're from New York or they know we're from New York or whatever, mm-hmm. they just kind of look at you like mm-hmm. the big city, and it's like yeah, and <laughs> they move a lot quicker. It's a different movement. Yeah, uh-huh. It's a different movement, different thought process. And Absolutely. I really dig it. Yeah, I, I love but, it. It, but, it. It is a respected town everywhere, too. It's like, oh, 10 years, you know. Respected, feared, and everything else. Yes, yes. feared. Because yeah, <laughs> I tell people, I wake up every day still feared. I'm still, you know, if, if I don't have yeah. that fear of New York waking up, it's like, I got to do something here in New York. Uncomfortable, right? Right. I'm, not, yeah. I, I'm never 100% comfortable. This is the most uncomfortable city. That's what it is. It's and you, for you me, it's the be opposite because after 55 years, I've never lived anywhere. Uh, really <laughs> anywhere else. I was born and raised here, so for me, it's just normal, normal. every day. <laughs> and that's a, you yeah, know, and, and I like yeah. coming coming from Kentucky to live here is mm-hmm. a culture shock by itself. Oh yeah, the, right. The speed of things, and then I, I moved to San Diego, for example, and I was like, I'm dying here. Mm-hmm. Hey, hold on, you you went to San Diego. First? From no, from New from, York. Oh, well, see, I went to Miami first there for four years, and then came here. Okay. So I was like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was kind of like a a warm New York, because it's all ex New York. Right, right, right. Down there, retire. Like, what's right. going on? You know? Transplants. <laughs> right. Bunch of transplants down to South Florida, but I don't. I I wonder sometimes if I could have went straight here. Like I, I took a few years before I came here and started you know to go at the tech at the tech stuff. But now I'm like, oh, I should have probably even went quicker than what well, I did. Well, you, you know, know what? Maybe. Well, your experience maybe because at a point when your your universe is not going to put in play, what yeah, you can't handle exactly. Right, okay. universe, it's true. You know, and you got to trust that <laughs> exactly. I, I, I believe that, but it's like that <laughs> thing, like you're saying, you're coming, you're, you're from the south. Yeah, you know, there's that. You can imagine coming straight to New York from. <laughs> Yeah, so that's why I, I kind of call South Florida was like my BA. And right, then the right. Masters, right. Well, see, the masters, masters came with what I, I moved, moved to here. New York sight unseen. Ooh. Yeah, you wow. did. Wow. From Kentucky. I had a $75 on a U-Haul truck. 
Yep. And moved here. Woo! He and, did. And that was almost 30 something years ago. Wow. Late mid mid late 90s. Something like that. Oh my goodness! You were in the. It was a thick. It was a tra- was total transition. It. it was a total transition well, of what New York is. It, you know? It's funny because my parents met in the Bronx. They're, they're my my dad is from South Carolina. My mom is from West Virginia, mm-hmm. and they met here. Right. Had my sister. My dad's car got stolen like three times. <laughs> it, was, it was like the heroin epidemic in like the early eighties, like late seventies. So it was just he was just like, I'm done. I'm going back to the south. Like in that mass mm. migration of, movement, of, of right. like a lot of black people going back to the to south because mm-hmm. they were just done with the north. So and so I was born in South Carolina. So I was aware. I had I had visited and I was right, like that I yeah, yeah. I, I never had that's that. So it was a very culture it was a huge culture shock for me. Wow. Yeah, yeah, ninety two. That was and that was kind of the work. That was that was the end of the horrifying parts of New York. (laughs) That was a dip in the early nineties. That was when I first came, like ninety one, when I was like ten, eight, ten, or something. That was a rough time, and me not knowing anything except what you see on TV. But I went, you know, FIT. So, oh, okay, yeah, you were in yeah, school, so yeah, there was some kind school. of structure. Yeah, there was a structure of that. It's not just yeah. walking in, you know. Okay. I lost my mind. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I moved here with no job, but I had the knowledge of mixing. I had worked at Arturo Sandoval's Jazz Club. Uh, okay, like, okay. So I knew I could mix, but, you know, it's New York. I wrapped that cable. Right. I don't know who you, you are. are. Right. 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 Nor do you care. Right. It was like they Nor had do no. you care. I had mixed the jazz, and jazz orchestra and all of this, and they were like, cool. Rap, rap well, you did rap work. Rap cable, baby. Right. You did work and mix some of the greatest <laughs> artists and ever. Like, Legend. Like, you don't know who you're working with because when I did that Bernie tribute thing when he was this last show, and I remember working stage, you know, and I put this, and I, had, I met, uh, you know, Daisha. Daisha Sledge. Oh yeah, yeah. I we haven't worked together, but, but you we, know, you we know, know where we are. We're friends I, like, on online. Met, that was the first time I met her. <laughs> nice. Okay, and then Shamelle Hughes, mm-hmm. who is the engineer for her. He just won a Grammy. Mm. And it was just really interesting because it's like you don't know who you're working with, but everybody's again on this hustle, right? Uh-huh. You know, and like he just did the track for her, and he has a Grammy for that. And it's like, dude, nice. I never knew you were in, you know, you're <laughs> this wizard and doing this. And while you know, uh, Daisha is doing you know monitoring for everybody and their grandmama, and, yep. you know, yeah. And it's, and it's like again, it's like you're running across so many people, but everyone has their story and has their has their. And it's amazing. Sometimes I'll call Alex or Alex will call me and, you know, I'll say I was on a gig yesterday and X, Y, or Z from Hmm. a prior tour of ours, you know, either an artist or a technician. Uh, I was out in Long Island a couple of months ago working for Godfrey Townsend from Alan Parsons Project. Mm -hmm. And he was doing a birthday party for Eric Clapton that I had to cover. And he was a good looking bass player and came over. He leaned over to me. He goes, is your name Lisa? I said, yeah. He said, did you work with Living Color? And I said, yeah. He said, you know Doug Wimbish? I said, of course. And then he goes to me, Alex Bronson. He's always that. I went, uh-oh. <laughs> and this is three hours out in Long Island. I call Alex and I say, do you know John Montagna? Yeah, yeah. And Spectre guy. And he said, yeah, of course. So John and I took a selfie and we texted it to Alex, who's at home, and, and, and it's like, but the name is like Alan Parson Project. 
you know, it's kind so of like, he knew. Yeah, but and how you meet people. Tell him how you met him. I met him at an airport doing a whole nother gig a year or so <laughs> in Germany. In Germany. Yes. In an airport. In, right, in an airport. And it's kind of like, just met this random. It was like, the he had a bass on his back. Had a Spectre bass on his back, and we're both Spectre artists. And it was just, you know, uh-huh. and it was like, just saw someone in the airport, and it was like, we became friends. Like, oh, yeah, I live in Brooklyn, and blah, blah, blah. This and well, this like, guy is crazy over Alex, and he's up there playing bass with Godfrey Townsend at Eric Clapton's 75th birthday tribute. And all of a sudden, you know, the bassist comes up to me and asks me about Doug, and then he just looks over. He goes, I know you, Alex Bronson. And I just started laughing. I said, how well do you know him? He goes, let's take a selfie and send it to him. And I did, and Alex called me up. That's my brother up there. You'd be good to him. So I took care of him. Great guy and amazing player. And I've also had the honor of working for Alex. In fact, I put him on the cover of Spectre's catalog once, didn't I? Fantastic. I, I think I was shooting him for his upcoming There's album. Some stuff from the album. And, then it and one that. of the photos, <laughs> I guess, Stuart saw and yeah, went they were like, crazy. They and they were like, okay. can we have that for the cover of Spectre uh, magazine? Well, and we said, sure. Let's get techie with you guys. What who, what gear do you guys um, endorse? What, what do you well, use? Well, I'm endorsed which... by Nikon, uh-huh. so everything I use is Nikon. Nikon. Yep. I also work for Fuchs Audio Technology, which uh-huh. is um, uh, probably the finest hand-built amps in the world amps made in right the USA in for guitars. You can check them out. They're in Clifton, New Jersey. Right, Al Demiola, one of my clients, is Fuchs Amplifiers, and he endorses them also. And I do most of the Fuchs work. Also... FU Tone Blocks for guitarists, um, mm-hmm. probably the finest in the world, Adam Reaver. And um, I do a lot of work for him whenever I can. Nuno Betancourt, um, Phil Collin uh, uh-huh. from Def Leppard, uh, Vernon Reed, of course, is FU Tone, uh-huh. only FU Tone Blocks. And, uh, you know, I do a lot of commercial work. Um, I do drums. Um, and uh-huh. uh, probably one of the most famous things you guys know is... Those are acrylic drums that Chad Smith and Luke Calderola and those guys play. I'm the photographer always laying on her back or on the lap of the drum player shooting through the bottom of the clear drum head and out the top. I guess I'm small and thin enough that I can get there and get her done. So, yeah, I do uh, precision drums, RCI, Starlight, all the acrylic drums, which is some of the neatest stuff, hardest stuff to do. Is Ooh. to get somebody in focus when he's moving at 113 exactly. miles an hour, I mean, sure. and I'm laying on his lap. Right. right, I'm underneath him on my back on a, on his lap, and he's sweating to death, and he's got to support me on his lap or me on the floor. Oh wow! Up on a stage, trying not to be seen. Exactly. You know, and it's yeah. Pretty rough. All my gear is Nikon, mm-hmm. and um, I'm a member of Nikon Professional Services. And, and you use Lightroom. You should, you should and Lightroom, Adobe Lightroom. <laughs> it and is, Adobe Lightroom. that is it. I mean, it. Okay. sometimes less is more, and I find exactly. if you take a perfect photo, then there should be little, very, very little editing. And 15 seconds, if I have to waste more than that, because I have to upload to a press wire, you know, on a lot of my work. Mm-hmm. And if I have an 11.45 deadline... I finish a show at 11.30. That gives me 15 or 20 <laughs> minutes to upload to get it across the wire to hit a 
publication the next morning. Yeah. Do you have to hot spot that, or is it you just have to haul ass home, or how do you? Depends. Sometimes if I'm shooting the first three, I can haul butt home. Depending on where I am, if I'm on the road, I can't. But uh-huh. um, if I'm a New York, New Jersey venue, Pennsylvania venue, I can haul butt home and get it out and upload by eleven forty-five. Yeah. If not, then I just bring the laptop with me. I have Lightroom loaded on the laptop. I edit then and there. Same thing on the tour bus. So you can ask Alex. You, you'll just use right the Wi-Fi or, or use, you'll use uh, your own hotspot? I have both. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have both because nice. not everywhere that Alex and I travel That's is what I was known like to, to be. <laughs> You're lucky we have electricity or hot water exactly. and sometimes we don't. Right. So um, yeah. it's on the fly. Yeah. So, so hot spotting. Hot spotting. Wow. Yeah. What, what do you use for hot spots? I have through AT and T, yeah, a hotspot, mobile hotspot, nice. and uh, that hooks up. And I've never not been able to connect. Oh. You know, I've never, luckily, I've never missed a show where not I couldn't. Yeah, no, right? No, luckily, I haven't gotten stuck, even in some of the worst places I was for Wi-Fi. Well, hey, sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere, that's and the biggest. Uh, endorsement you could ever give for them. I mean, that's a... <laughs> cause that, yeah, because yeah, that's... Uh, I think Alex uses AT&T also. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, also. yeah that's, And that's I've had nothing you. but good things to say yeah, about yeah. them. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I think and I, how about you? What's your endorsements? And uh, you do custom pedal boards? Pedal boards? I, I, I build, and yeah, and how, build, how would somebody be able to get that from you, too? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, um, Alex Bronson, easy. But, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm Endorsed with Spectre Bases. Um, I've been using them for 15, like 15 plus years. Yeah. Endorsed with them. Um, Eventide Pedals mm-hmm. Effects is, you know, work with yep. them in helping run a read and everything like that. Right. It's digital effect pedals. Yeah. Do, yeah. Um, nice. 30 miles of pedal board for. Doug and that, yeah, you know, I, 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 you name it. Thirty miles of pedal board between Vernon yeah. and Doug. Loaded in my truck before. <laughs> you, you have to see sound at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, there, right? no oh yeah, I've kind There are pictures on Facebook of the yeah, back of my truck I'm, with well, it. Vernon has come to the iridium, so I, I mixed them a few times. And I yeah, mixed him and Will Calhoun. Yeah, yeah you did Calhoun. That's right. Oh, I know Melvin Gibbs. Melvin Gibbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mixed. You mixed them. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think so, we we also mixed. Uh, you know, we're gonna bring up um, a good friend of you. You got you guys is it that passed away recently? Um, uh, Ronnie Drayton. Ronnie Drayton. Um, yeah, we we was. mixed him as well with Burnt Sugar through Iridium right. and yeah and, and BB Kings. I think didn't you do? BB no, Kings I, I didn't with do me? B, I didn't do BB Kings. But <laughs> funny enough, we we I've done some Hamptons weddings with him. Yeah, with okay, so, yeah. yeah, you know I, I've seen him in so yep. many like. That also shows the versatility of yes. the type of guitars he was. He was a legend. He was a legend at that. In the Hamptons. Doing a wedding gig. And to then the arena. And then the arena are, are, doing, are, are doing a Nona, a Nona Hendrix show. Yes. You know, with, within the time period of stuff. And Just, was, you know, he was a hero. Yeah. And he was a good decent man. He was always decent to me. I know he was decent to Alex. Yeah, he was like, he was like we call him like, he was one of the elders. 
Yeah. Right. You know, in, in this industry, there's a lot of people, you know, they see on TV what MTV has helped, but then there's people behind that that you right, don't see. that you don't mm-hmm. see. That you don't know about. They don't True know their names. New York City legend. Right. That's right. correct. Of just holding and, down and, that and, foundation right. yes. of what he we was. all... Like, pioneer. I don't feel like you were an engineer unless you had mixed them, like... Right. He, right. Yeah, you have to know, you, have to <laughs> like, know, you know, the family stand, you know, the band family stand and yes. all this, and, you know, and, and like Ronnie... Ronnie has played on all these records that people take oh, his for granted. Huge. His catalog is huge, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 to have him in my life, yeah. you know, I call or him like, like, like it's Uncle Ronnie to me. Yeah, it's exactly and, what and, it was. You know, he come by the house or whatever. It's like, and I have to again coming from from kind of Kentucky. Excuse me, I mm-hmm. have to pinch myself sometimes <laughs> of people who have walked through the cubbyhole. In a sense of yeah, what yeah. what I've created, you know, and what we do, what to, we both do to to. to this isn't every day, you know. That, well, that's you know to, to to my son. It's like that's Uncle Ronnie or that's Uncle Jimmy or this you know, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, Will, you know, it's kind of like right, <laughs> like really, <laughs> you know. It's like this is this is the life you live. Like even, yeah. you know, have family who who, you know, Lonnie Listen Smith and the Cosmic Echoes. Sure, yeah, yeah. you of know. Like my my father in law was part part of that. Yeah, oh. you know he was part of discovering George Benson. Yes, he was. Oh, you know, oh. All, all these things, and it's kind of like, really, you know. So like, and it's funny because like you go to Nam, you know, I am, and, and you see, if you see George Benson around, he never takes photos. He will not take a photo. Like nope. he'll hang out, but he won't take a photo. You know, it's just mm-hmm. how he is. One of those things that I've noticed. But then it's like one day, like he didn't know me from anything. But when I mentioned my father-in-law on the point, it was like everything stops. Because you know that whole cosmic echoes, Lonnie Lisa Smith, and Doctor Lonnie Smith, Doctor Lonnie, Lonnie Smith, Doctor Lonnie Smith is Uncle Lonnie in the right. family. You know, and it's kind of like really, this is the shit that I grew up on. What you grew up with. You know, and it's like this is some dark, you know, some heavy shit. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, endorsements and stuff. But it's like I endorse my own self, but Cubby Hole. Exactly. That's you know, it. Start that there. I endorse. Too, too. And you it. create custom I, 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 pedal boards, pedal boards, and swords are, are Alex. It's, it's, that's my thing. I've sound never is my thing. heard sound come out of pedal boards that yeah, and, Alex and, and has done. Just, just learning, just, just learning in my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, learning when you're working with. I use Doug Wimbish and Vernon Reed. Mm-hmm. There's a point of if you notice how much technology they use you're just like you're surprised how they get Their sound boys are huge yes oh, don't even go there don't I mean, even half go there. the time alex says less is more and there's six pedals and that's it and vernon's standing there saying my whole garage is full yeah and alex but said it, only six pedals is coming i can give you what you need with those six it, pedals with like, what i do know, there's literally huge huge boards and people talk about it you know it's it's a living color staple of sound uh-huh. right you know working with the most of my endorsements, like, like I said, Spectre, Eventide, um, who else was it? Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Amps, right, you know, Amps. Uh, amps, sorry. It's like, you know. oh, yeah. And they made it to Europe, okay, team. for you. Huh? And you, you, oh, I've had moments, you know, where you had moments where, you, you know, know I, I, I did a dumb Amps don't make it in, 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 in Europe. Germany. I forgot to switch the power voltage over and I plugged, right, and I plugged plugged the amp in. Right. And it was in slow motion of watching this white <laughs> mushroom cloud just Sure. Like, and this is two two days before the tour starts. 
and then he needs another amp. I need and another like, amp, and it was like I have you know, to drive ten hours to go and get <laughs> yeah. it. You know, so you're calling people, and it's like, you know, and it's you know, these were endorsers. You know, it's the best part about some endorsement. It's not about the free shit because it's nothing's free ever. Never. Exactly. You know, you're but, working for it. Working. We're giving content. We're doing all the stuff to right. make yeah, it happen. You're, you're exactly. paying for it one way or another. Exactly. Nothing's ever time. free. You're right. Time is that, and, you're, yeah. you, and it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. But it's like for a company of that nature, really, you know, there's there's a list of people, you know. Christian used to be with Aguilar back in the day. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, they turn around and was like, I call here. They call Europe. They're like, we got to send him another one. Get and him then another one. you had to drive 10 hours or I nine hours 10, at least, that day. But it's like my, my side, because I needed it for the tour, yeah. you know, and it's like two days So before, he gets in the van and so I'm driving getting, 10 I, hours. I have to go 10 hours. Like, going, oh, go my get God, it. I got to write. Because if they shifted, it would have been, you know, I'm already on the road. You know, mm-hmm. and, and they can't. Yeah, yeah. It was in, like, Europe is not like you know. You can just FedEx it. I want to hear. There's, no, you know, there's a lot of paperwork. And, all and there's no Amazon delivery <laughs> same yeah. day there, so, so it's no not prime? coming. No, no, no prime. No, sorry, no, right? There's, there's no, no prime. prime. Sorry, no prime. Prime on Aguilera, our, baby. Our first world problems are not happening. <laughs> Absolutely <Yeah>. not. <laughs> exactly. When you yeah. tour, you're like, oh, I yeah. am first world. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Right. Like it immediately hits you. Not in New York anymore, Toto. Even in bigger cities in Europe, be like, oh, no, it's, it's, not, it's not, not like here. You know, and, and this is really an anomaly to yes. be able to get your hands on so Some, much stuff. Yes. Just like that. Boom, quickly. like but anywhere that's unless... in New York in 20 minutes, in, in like an, at least an hour, somebody can get you that oh. other amp. And we've had that happen <laughs> when I was on tour with Eric Gales. Um, Eric Gales had a Fuchs yeah, yeah, amp, and um, it was not the fault of Fuchs when they built the amp, but the whole box of tubes that Andy had, had gotten were bad. So they had to pull back all those amps. So when you used it on a gig and it blew out. And he used it so and it lit up, started smoking. I told him not to use it. It caught on fire. And I backhauled the amp here to Clifton. That night, Eric was playing here at the Iridium. In fact, <laughs> you might have been working the show, fella. One of us. I mixed, one, or, I mixed or, 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 Dennis, Dennis yeah, 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 mixed yeah, yeah. it. I didn't I remember which yeah. one of you. That's where I've seen you then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And yeah. next yeah, thing I know, sense. I brought Andy in and we swapped out the amp. I backhauled the stinky burnt but, amp and but yeah, just you, swapped it out. You those, don't get that in Europe. Well, not in a situation. Not in 45 minutes. Because Europe is not that big, but it's also not that readily available to get from point A to point B. Yeah. You know, but also, you know, again, it goes back to that we talk about endorsements. It, it tells, right. it is telling on certain companies mm-hmm. that, you know, like even with big corporate takeovers, that there are some companies that still, you know, it's about personal relationships. relationships oh, and, yeah. you know, oh and, without and, a doubt. And, and it's not yeah. always about going with the biggest company. Yeah. Nope. No. You know, no. You know, no or the company not. that has always has the name. Mm-hmm. You know, especially starting somewhere, you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but you can afford to even yeah. get your name they out there, there in the first place, right? right. It's like, but it's also <laughs> you know we'll tell people it's endorsing. It's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, as much as oh I want this, well that's great if the company you know you want this from the company, but what are you doing for them? Mm-hmm. That's gonna you know put value to them putting you. you it's know, the same thing know. with Nikon for me. You know, um, for me being. Titanium Nikon Professional Services. Um, hypothetically, I'm working a gig, a lens goes down, and it happens. I've lost a lens. And mm. uh, do you mm. know Overnight Air, and I have the best rep in the world, a shout out to JC Carey, um, best of there is and <laughs> always will be, the next day, and he doesn't care where I am, 
he's not going to let me go without a lens. Mm -hmm. It will be there until, you know, I'll have a replacement until mine's either fixed or I need to buy a new one. But they will always take care of me. I've never had a problem with them. You know, and I have had a lens go down. I was in Los Angeles working with Michael McDonald. Mm-hmm. And I had a lens go down, fell out of the back of a pickup truck, uh. and oh, uh, yeah, it was not good. It landed, you know, glass it's like down. A, and a used car, just it just. Oh my God, <laughs> when you think about, yeah. it, I, I called gear, NPS, like, like, just, and I was like, uh, <laughs> there goes oh, listen, twenty nine hundred dollars. I've lost, I've lost, I've lost bases. <laughs> oh yeah, I've lost the base. Like. You know. <laughs> I've lost gear. You're, you're hurting. Yeah, you, know? you hurt. You're hurt. It's oh, hurt. Yeah. It's like it, everything moves on. It's your tool. Yeah. You got to sell. You're selling gear to get other. To stuff. other get new gear. Yeah. Get hey, Alex, gear. didn't I sell a Cartier watch because I needed another yeah, camera body? It's a reality. Cartier. I needed another camera body. But you know, it's the reality. Did you make the money back? Oh, yeah. Of course. That's, that's why you do it. Yeah, that's why you that's do it. Why you do it. <laughs> that's why you do it. Yeah. Exactly. Then you upgrade. You don't buy Cartier. You buy Rolex exactly. after that. So that's it. Step, yeah. You gotta step up the game. Step up. You gotta give to get. You yeah. know? That's it. <laughs> totally. It's sacrifice. sacrifice. So, so what's next for each of you? What What's the 2020 and beyond? What, what, what do you want to do? What's the next moves? To me, I guess... People have often asked me, in fact, this year somebody asked me, is there an artist who do you want to, you know, photograph next? I said, no one. Because I want to photograph whoever needs me and whoever's going to pay me so I can eat, pay my bills, have my roof (laughs) over my head, fill my stomach with food, and and go on to the next. Uh, to me, I don't care how big some bands are, how small some bands are. Mm-hmm. And Alex turned me on to local mm-hmm. music. He told me New York City has some of the finest talent in the world. And I've worked with the most talented New York acts ever. Okay? That blow the doors off of half of these and, bands and, out there. And, and that's and that's anywhere. It's like there's local talent anywhere. But mm-hmm. I think it's the point of like people building that and you're building, your again, your foundation. is not always chasing after that big thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because, Bigger is not always, always better. better Some of my you know, paychecks yeah, 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 come yeah. from smaller artists, you know. And it's not always rock. Mm-hmm. I don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. about oh. Captain Save a Ho, well, <laughs> this ho does the same sort of thing. If you're writing me a paycheck, you're going to get the finest work that I put out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to me, I don't care what the music is. Yeah. I just care if I'm getting a paycheck. Uh-huh. That's all I got to worry yeah, about. Yeah, sorry yeah. to interrupt. I don't have to yeah. like the music. Right, and right, Alex right. has told me. So you don't have but, to. So 2020, you're going to go bigger. That's it. You just want to go big or go home. So for me, it's go big. Okay, that's it. Expand that catalog. (laughs) Just it's go go. big or go home. Exactly. And for me, it's just go big. And I think Alex. Yeah, like I'm with Chronics this year. Mm-hmm. And for the whole already, year, I'm, I'm already booked for 2021. Right. Oh wow. Get through to 2020. I'll be seeing yeah, Chronics like, myself. Like, with, with, like not bragging because it's like I hate bragging. Oh, it's like it's like facts, facts are facts. <laughs> facts like facts, you know, I'll use it like January of next year. I'm in New Zealand already. Right. For a fact. Ooh, that you know. 27 hour. Yeah, yeah, that 27. And I'm booked out through the end of this year already. Sure. I have a few select dates, but um, yeah. you know, anyone yeah. needs anything done, I do EPKs. You know, right then and there. And we will. But, we'll have all. 
all your information sure. in summary. Yeah, you so know, my schedule that this year for me is my band John Marks Express. We're finishing an EP. Recorded at the Cubby Hole. And look for my work. Um, look for my work on that yeah, EP. Yeah, look for that work, and then um, I'm out with Chronics. You know, that's a tour's that's happening throughout the whole year, pretty much. He has a new so record coming out. He's doing all the major festivals. Yeah. Like I always see, does these massive shows. Oh yeah, right, right now, right now, these are one-off festivals that are pretty insane. And I'm yeah. Just like, are you serious right now? You know, we, we're, we're doing fifteen, twenty thousand. So he's doing a tour. But he's getting ready to start. We're we're, we're doing a tour. Okay. We're building up. We're doing pre-production of that now. Finishing up. You know, a few things to to get that started. Um, I'm building like just built a playback rig. Helped build a playback rig for that. Designed that oh. um, for that tour. Just coming up for this stuff now. Nice. Um, there's some off and on living color stuff that I'll be production with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's enough at a point, you know. And then yeah. I, and, and and I'm I'm actually putting more time into my own solo sound. Nice. You know, even like as, as I play bass, it's not a bass record. It's mm-hmm. it's. Sounds. It's music. This is. Oh, yeah. you know, and so. if you want to hear some of Alex's finest stuff, you can go on to my website. And if you look at my <laughs> my year end closeout from a couple of years ago, the music and artist of the year was John Marks Express, right. and Alex and John were very kind to me, and they gave me one of their tracks. Um, and for, your, for, for your my gallery. year-end closeout, oh, yes, yeah. and uh, they were my artist of the year that year, and they customer wrote that song, and it went onto there, and you can go on my website and take a look and take a listen. And there's Alex, mm-hmm. and he's making all the noise. Yeah, making all the noise. Woo! Yeah. So yeah, my yeah. design for my own stuff now is um, it's kind of like a 3D sound. It's a it's basically a quadraphonic textures of playing bass and. With band and blah blah blah, it's taking the elements of what Living Color is doing and has done, and now with technology because you can mix in five point, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. five point run surround sound or seven point whatever, but taking that to a stage level now. Uh-huh. So I'm working that out with a couple people trying to do it. I'm um, in process of uh, writing music and doing a solo, not solo, doing a performance with the South African Dance Company. Uh-huh. Where I'm writing the music for that, and we'll be solo performing, but then there'll be dance, interpreted dance around that, and what I'm doing. So, it, will that be filmed, or is that an event? It's or? both. All right. We're writing into that both, so I'm going to take that opportunity. Will that be here or in South Africa? Uh, South Africa. Ah, uh-huh. uh-huh. so where? I'm not really sure just yet. Okay. The details yeah, yeah. of that. So fantastic. These are things that are in the works. That all are right. Developing. Developing. Well, hey, you know, we'll we'll put all your your contact information in, the, in this summary as well, and they can. And they I'll can tell you one on person that. that photography by Pirino does endorse, and I highly recommend to all of my clients out there. Big, small, or otherwise, you need a stage manager. Alex Indeed. Bronson is the guy to come after <laughs> Captain Sabo. And <laughs> yeah, when he's all available, things, all things take. I yeah. mean, you need to get the playback rig. We're not going to find you know, better. It's, but it's like learning some stuff. It's like, you know, yeah. again, you know, it goes back to anybody can do anything, mm-hmm. you know, if you. Take the time. Just take the, the time learning. to yeah. learn it. Learn, yep. you know. And I just happen to love what I've learned. And, and, and I do also. When I can't play, I still around what I love to do. <laughs> Same thing with me. You know, when the I technology mm-hmm. and the music and everything yep. else, and, and you know, it all works together. They so. help each other, right? 
Well, let's put it this way. When you're watching TV, you're watching YouTube, you're watching anything, If, you're, if music is visual now. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's yeah. I'm all about that yeah. because for me as a photojournalist, oh, yeah. every yeah. picture yeah. tells yeah. a story. Tells a story, and <laughs> right? It's like, you know, music. You got to get visual. that Even moment. If you're not watching it, mm-hmm. right? If you're listening to it, you're you're mm-hmm. at a point of this. It has to be visual. Yes, it uh-huh. does. Because no, you're not gonna you know think about dancing in the you know tulips you know through the fields or whatever mm-hmm. if if it doesn't sound right. That's mm-hmm. right. You know. That's right. Period. Yeah. So my job is to make it sound good. Uh-huh. And that he does. I mean, if that ain't the best way to end it, I mean, that's yeah. what we all want to do. Right. Make we it look it. and sound, sound good. Look sound good. That's a group thought. That's why we're doing this podcast for more people that want to learn. What do we do? Who is the Who's the guy with the I brown cowboy hat? Right. Who's you know, the chick in front of house? Running around. Who's the chick that's, just taking a thousand pictures at the first three songs? Right. All of that. So. So, so yeah. Anybody really wants to learn, I also teach. Oh. Yes. I okay. I teach and I give one-on-one classes. And um, as long as you have the right gear, there's nothing I can't teach you that uh-huh. I don't do. Uh-huh. All right. Let's go. No let's excuses. Go. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you for coming having us. You guys are wonderful. The Art of Music Tech Podcast. I mean, we really spoke some true tech and how to go about it and how to think about it. Like, this is a whole meta experience. So. And I'll tell you, um, there's no greatest pleasure than working with you and Dennis over the uh, years. I mean, likewise. that was family. Likewise. When you guys broke off and started your own company, I was all over that. Still yeah. am. And I'll tell you, anyone looking for a sound engineer, you guys were the best of the best that I've ever worked with. And I've worked Thank with you. tons. And I highly so recommend much. you guys. Thank I mean, there's you. no question there. Thank you. Yep, um, true professionals. Yes. What's about? We, you know, we just want to make it sound good, as Alex said, and look good. And That's all the it. creatives that make that happen. And uh, we, we love talking to you guys. And you're, you're local. So, you know, That's hey, it. we have part two, uh, three, four, five. Uh, we got to go yeah. to the cubby hole. That's we gotta right. Some on yes. location. That's it. Uh, we got to go in. I yes. mean, and all the eight. uncles are just... Three minutes away. away. That's, that's yeah. it. I mean, I gotta get the uncles in here. Like, that's we gotta, right. We gotta. We gotta cross. We do. Cross and they're, mingle. They're, they're, and they're and doing you know a tour. where to find me for photos. Okay. You know where to find me. You gotta come yeah. by. Gotta oh, come heck by. yeah! I mean, please. The, these. That's it. This is family at this, this point. This is all good. Again, thank you everybody for listening to the Art of Music Tech podcast. Um, thank you from Lisa, Alex, Dennis. Mm-hmm. And myself, Fela. Um, please follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of that good stuff. All all of the links to 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 uh, Lisa and Alex. It'll all be in the summary. Thank you so much for listening. Let's go. Let's go. For more information of booking twenty three DB Productions, visit their website at 23dbproductions.com Like and follow 23DB Productions at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter for the latest work. <laughs>